This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hello, everybody. You are listening to From Rags to Riffs on Fresh FM, proudly sponsored by the Kiwi Spirits Distillery in Collingwood. For those who are just tuning into the show, uh, if it's your first time uh, tuning in, the basic premise of the show is that we go through the history of popular music by taking a look at the various um, subgenres, movements, and scenes um, from across the recent popular music world, so from about the 1950s up until now, um, or possibly going back even further every so often if the fancy takes us. So last week we delved into the intriguing subgenre of metal known as power metal. Uh, this time we're going to be keeping in the rock vein and we're going to be taking a look at classic hardcore. Now hardcore is, in its most basic definition, extremely angry punk. Um, that's the best way to describe it. It's faster, more distorted, far more aggressive. Uh, generally, the lyrics and um, the way that which they are delivered is pretty much a blunt instrument. Uh, very political oriented for the most part as well. Uh, some key bands include um, Black Flag, Minor Threat, uh, uh, the Dead Kennedys, and um, in a more modern uh, more modern hardcore band that's sort of been carrying the banner for a while, uh, Rise Against. So you could basically say that hardcore punk is um, the continuation of punk's initial rebel spirit. Because after the first wave of classic punk in the mid-1970s, the genre very quickly um, started to become um, commercialised um, and stale over the next couple of decades, leading up to um, what we now affectionately refer to as pop-punk, um, which saw its peak in the 2000s and in the late 90s in bands such as Blink-182, um, My Chemical Romance, you know, there's, there's tons. Basically, any high school rock band in the 2000s was probably a pop-punk band. Um so but hardcore punk didn't go the commercial route it stayed it stayed ugly it stayed nasty it stayed lo-fi and aggressive and it held on to punk's initial rebel spirit that the desire not to become streamlined and overproduced but to maintain a raw honest core uh, it was a statement it was a statement of intent from musicians and it was a statement of how they weren't going to be cowed. In terms of musical quality, this translated into a raw, unashamed, abrasive sound of um, lyrics often pelted out at breakneck speed. Um, lyrical content tended to be crass and um, politically oriented and extremely rough around the edges at times. So all in all, absolutely awesome and the truest form of punk that punk can possibly get before it completely derails into an absolute just cacophonic mess which is a genre in itself as well but we'll get to that so in terms of uh, music we're going to kick off with taking a look at black flag um, aside from being the title of one of my favourite video games of all time, um, the band Black Flag are probably one of the most influential and important members of the original hardcore punk movement, and their album Damaged, 
remains um, a punk rock uh, pinnacle when it comes to album quality. It is amazing, it is awesome, and it is the one of the most punk things you can possibly hear. Musically, it sounds very much like I described before. The lyrics are belted out at uh, pretty breakneck speed, and they're very, very politically oriented. And generally, um, come across as like a rallying cry, uh, fists in the air kind of music. Uh, I've got here "Rise Above" from this. It's probably one of the more famous tracks from the album, um, and definitely um, in terms of guitar, um, t- guitar riffs. This one's quite distinctive. And when I was listening to this, I can actually you can hear. Um, if you quite like hardcore punk and punk in general as, as like I do, um, you can really hear echoes of this band across uh, multiple different bands. Um, and this song in particular really brought to mind a more, rod- uh, more modern band, uh, simply known, I'll simply abbreviate to Effed Up. Um, because their full name would is not something I can really say on the radio. But they have a very similar growling tone to their uh, music. Um, thinking, what song am I thinking of here by them? Uh, that's I believe it brings to mind um, the song Queen of Hearts by this band, um, by Effed Up. Um, there is a section in uh, Rise Above that is very, very closely mirrored in Queen of Hearts, um, except... I find, uh, yeah, I find Queen of Hearts is much more aggressive. Um, the vocals are far, far more in line, drifting closer to like heavy metal style than um, Blank Flag. But I don't know. This is just a little random side point. But I, I, I do um, listening to this. I did sort of feel um, an echo of this band in um, a few more modern hardcore punk bands as well. So um, the influence is still being felt across the punk music world and it will probably continue to be felt um, because it is an absolutely awesome band and an awesome album but enough rambling here's Rise Above from Black Flag Rise above, we're gonna rise above 
Black Flag, Rise Above. I have a second song from them here, Nervous Breakdown. This is from their Nervous Breakdown EP. Again, this song actually brought to mind another more recent song. I say more recent, but this is about 1999. Um, and this one was actually by The White Stripes. Um, the song Big Three Killed My Baby, um, which was Jack White's um, ode and uh, middle finger, in a way, to the um, big oil companies that killed uh, Detroit's uh, motor car industry um, and plunged the city into a bit of a um, industry dark age, as it were. Um, so this, but this song, there's a particular line in Nervous Breakdown, which is basically right at the start. It says, "I'm about to have a nervous breakdown," um, and Jack White mirrors this in Big Three um, with the line, "I'm about to have another blow off," and it's said in exactly the same way with exactly the same beat so i don't believe that it is uh, a coincidence in this considering the fact that the early white stripes were very heavily punk influenced uh, jack white kind of played a strange fusion of punk and classic delta blues which on on paper wouldn't seem um, you wouldn't think on paper that that would work very well but it worked brilliantly um and that particular song is, yeah, it is very punk-oriented. It's one of the White Stripes' few political songs um, alongside Icky Thump, which would appear in 2005, so about six years later, um, on their last album. So again, this is, I feel, I don't feel this is a coincidence. I feel like the, the fact that it is said the same way, in the same similar context, and with the exact same beat, um, by a... a, a future punk artist kind i feel like there is there is a lot of evidence pointing in that that is an influence point but again enough rambling on with half-baked theories of musical evolution here we have nervous breakdown See the- 
Black Flag Nervous Breakdown. Now we're going to be jumping in to a band that is completely awesome, utterly chaotic, and one of my more um, enjoyable discoveries in the world of classic punk rock. Um, this is the band Bad Brains, and um, their album Bad Brains, referring to their self-titled debut album. Uh, this album is considered one of the pioneering albums that helped create the genre of hardcore punk in the first place, and it is also the one that is most fondly remembered. If you thought that Black Flag's guitar sound and vocal style were harsh and DIY, then Bad Brains are going to be a bit of a shock, because this is they. This album sounds like it was recorded in a tin shed, and I mean that with the most love possible i i have a soft spot for garage rock and um sort of the diy recordings that sound quite lo-fi so um bad brains was a perfect fit for me punk rock recorded rough set it was just perfection in my eyes um i i've managed to discover them through the song sailing on which i actually found on a spotify punk playlist and it got stuck in my head it is lightning fast it is just a pummeling snarling distorted track and the lyrics are barely distinguishable which is one of the defining characteristics of punk as it moved on from its initial 1970s wave and got more and more intense it sort of broke into two sort of strains one strain went softer and slower and started embracing electric pop elements, eventually going through, you know, new wave, post-punk, eventually winding its way into indie music, and then pop-punk, and, you know, the more modern style. The other went through the hardcore route, and this became more angry, faster, buzzier, and it steadily went on and on and on until now we have the fast-paced, snarling cross of metal and punk that sort of permeates the hardcore scene at the moment. There is quite a lot of crossover between those two genres. Um, and Bad Brains really comes across and sells this hard, fast-paced style of punk. It is, it's even faster than the initial movement. It just increases in volume and ferocity. So this is the track Sailing On from Bad Brains' album, Bad Brains. <laughs> Yeah. 
Sailing on from Bad Brains, an absolutely rollicking good track. It is blindingly fast. I did forget to mention one thing, however, um, I completely slipped my mind. Also, the short length of the songs as well, 1 minute 55. Oof, really short. Um, the technical proficiency of their guitar player in that, um, it has a real metal solo in the middle of it, which is also played blindingly quick. So hats off to them for managing to cram a solo into a 1 minute 55 song. Bad Brains do have a, f- a flair for quite lightning-fast metal-style solos. Um, and they, they're quite surprising, considering how quickly that they barrel along through these songs. It is, it's quite impressive. They just sort of boil out of nowhere and rip through you and then disappear again into the mix. It's, quite, it's very impressive. I'm quite, I'm quite impressed by it. Uh, this song, next song is another Bad Brains one, which is called Band in DC. Uh, the backstory is, is that... Um, the song basically it's it's based on a real life incident that the band had um they were playing a fraternity party um in washington dc and they got booted out uh they got banned from they got banned from the establishment and booted out um and they turned to the song banned in dc which in the song refers to dc in general um and so the legend sort of went around that the band was in fact banned entirely from washington dc and weren't allowed in However, this has been um, the band has come out and said that this is not true at all. Um, they're only banned. They were only banned from one establishment in DC. I'm not even sure if that ban holds up anymore. I think people got over that right quick. But it makes for a int- really, really good song. Um, it really shows off how the drummer's talent as well. Um, band in DC because it opens with him um, powering through uh, a little bit of a drum roll at the start, and he's just flying through it. So we have Band in DC. we 
Bad Brains Band in DC. Awesome, awesome track. Um, we're going to do a quick song here from... I mean, they're all quick. That's one thing. That's one consistent part of this genre is the songs are fast. Um, we're going to be having a look at The Dead Kennedys, a pretty controversial name by all standards. Um, the Dead Kennedys, I feel, are one of the closest ones to classic punk in terms of style. They are still fast and they're still a great, the guitar tone is fuzzy. It's still fairly aggressive, but it does have a more of a mellowness to it than Bad Brains for sure. Um, and more so than Black Flag as well, I'd be I'd definitely say. Um, their songs have a real sort of catchiness to them. Uh, almost, I wouldn't say poppiness, because I feel like if I say that they're pop-oriented, the hardcore world will probably detonate and try and kill me. But there is definitely more of a hook to their songwriting that is more in line with classic punk and its successes. Um, so this is the song California Uberalis, um, which brings me to the point, um, just because I say that their songs are catchy and um, hook with a bit of a hook in them doesn't make them any less controversial or any less politically oriented. As you can tell from the lyrics of the song, it is well, one of the few hardcore punk songs you can actually understand the lyrics. Um, very, very on the nose and I'm not afraid to really bring home how the band feels about certain aspects of government. Um, as well as um, world events at the time as well as their second song will show. And I'll get but I'll get to that when I get to that. So this is California Uberalis from the Dead Kennedys.
secret police They have come for your uncool niece California Uberalis, the Dead Kennedys. I'm just going to take a quick break here. I was going to like to thank my sponsor, um, the Kiwi Spirits Distillery um, in Collingwood, purveyors of absolutely amazing um, liqueurs and liquors. Uh, they make a very, very excellent vodka, um, which I have run out of. I keep meaning to go and get some and order some, but it just, I always, it always slips my mind um, to do so. So that, that's on me. Uh, but they also make a fantastic um, tequila, as well as several other um, fr- fruit liqueurs as well, which are great for cocktails. Um, the Tangelo liqueur, I will recommend highly. I've been using that fairly often to make drinks, and it is very, very nice. Um, but anyway, I'd thank them. Thank you guys. Um, without you guys, it, this isn't possible. So cheers for that. Now, back to the music. And we're going to be jumping in to the next song uh, that I mentioned from the Dead Kennedys. Um, This is a song that's more politically oriented about events that were going on in the world at the time. And this song is called Holiday in Cambodia. Um, So if any scholar of world history can sort of take a gamble at what was happening in the world at this point. For anyone out of the loop on it, it is uh, in reference to the actions of the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia during the 1970s, led by the Com- Pol Pot and the Communist Party over there, and his Communist Party, so not the Communist Party, but his co- his version of it. Um, they're assumed to be responsible for the deaths of about a quarter of the Cambodian population between 1975 and 1979. So pretty, pretty bad is a very light way of describing the events that were going on at this time. Um, There are harsher words to be used to describe this particular event. However, I cannot say them on the radio. But anyway, this is where the dead Kennedy's minds were at when they were writing this song. And it's, the song is pitched. It's almost like a, um, a night holiday. It's a holiday advert, basically Um, a satirical holiday advert for a trip to Cambodia describing everything and pitching it to the Western world in a cheery and upbeat kind of way, um, all the time while describing horrors and the absolute disaster that was occurring in the country at the time. It is an extremely political song told in the typical punk fashion, which is with a wry, dry sort of humour that 
is not afraid to point the finger squarely in people's faces about things that they um, either willfully ignore or disingenuously act like they're giving um, that they care about. With that out of the way, holiday in Cambodia, the dead Kennedys.
that was Holiday in Cambodia from the Dead Kennedys. And now for the final sort of section, I would like to just jump forward a bit in time to a more recent hardcore band, and this is the band Rise Against. Now Rise Against, I like. I really enjoy Rise Against. They were one of my high school anthem bands. Um, I sort of listened to a couple of their songs, and from there it just steamrolled into me blasting all of their albums constantly. Um, but I've picked a few, a couple of songs from their early album RPM, which, and this is one of the more traditional hardcore ones from them. Uh, I will say, as they've gotten on in their career, the music has, um, Rolf's remained very punky, um, has definitely lost some of its uh, aggression, especially in the vocal department. The it is still break. They, most of their songs are still breakneck paced. Like they are really quick, really aggressive. Um, but the vocals are far cleaner and the production far tighter than it than it used to be. Um, so this first one is Black Masks and Gasoline. This is the first track of it. And you can kind of see pop punk's influence back into hardcore because the lyrics in this are, whilst they are kind of a fist-in-the-air chant at times with these songs... Um, there is still a lot of that it's like pop punk teen angst in a way that kind of seeps its way in. It's not a bad thing at all, but it it has changed focus a little bit compared to Bad Brains and the Dead Kennedys, who were very much up in arms against the establishment, government, policies, and general world events. Um, more modern hardcore punk bands such as Rise Against and uh, even Effed Up to a degree uh very much more along the lines of like the, the bit more teen angsty although i will admit rise against have done some very very good political songs as well don't get me wrong i just this is i kind of felt a few of the lyrics in rpm were kind of a bit more in the angst department and effed up are a different story entirely they are more of a it's a almost like a group of theater students um, they've released they released a concept album a while back called David Comes to Life, which is awesome. I uh, listened to it all the way through. Fantastic, um, very very interesting story running through it. Um, but it's it's changed. It's a bit more interesting nowadays. You've got punk bands who are creating concept albums. Um, this is kind of a thing that was generally left to more classic rock, particularly the realm of prog rock and uh, metal. But Punk has definitely taken a stab at it and has done very, very well at it as well in more recent years. Anyway, this is Black Masks and Gasoline from Rise Against.
black masks and gasoline and now we are going to wrap up with the final song from rise against and this is the track broken english now this is one of the more intense ones on rpm i gotta say this one was much much harder than black masks so here we go broken english Broken English from Rise Against. And that concludes the show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love making punk episodes. They're great. I can listen to the music all day, every day. So it is, do- it is doing a genre that I genuinely enjoy. 
and listen to on um i mean i enjoy all of them that i do but it is always nice to do a genre that you listen to more frequently um than others so this was really really good Again, thanks so much for tuning in. You can catch this episode as a podcast on Fresh FM's website, freshfm.net, and you can catch it as a replay next weekend, um, next Saturday night at 8pm. Have a good evening, everybody. Ta-ta. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.